Dice Paper Roll is recorded on the lands of the Kulin Nation and the Yagara people. We pay our respects to elders past, present, and emerging. Always was, always will be Aboriginal land. of the wine's vineyard sits peacefully in the night air for the first time in weeks. Piles of broken twig blights surround the building, ready for burning. The inhabitants go to rest after celebrating their recent liberation. As the last lights are extinguished for the night, their warm yellow beams shuttered by the closing of curtains The main buildings of the vineyard are plunged into darkness. No moon shines through the thick clouds overhead, only the thin drizzle that heralds the coming storm. With a mighty crack, the first lightning of the storm arcs across the sky, illuminating the buildings in stark white light but it also illuminates a floating figure. A figure that was obscured by the pressing darkness. The figure stands in the air above the building, waiting. His long, billowing crimson cloak flaps in the stiff wind that heralds the breaking storm. It snaps and ripples out behind him. And still he waits. He has waited such a long time, but he feels it. Now, now is the moment he will regain his lost love Another flash. The lightning rends the sky behind the figure, casting a long shadow against the window below. A shadow that spells. 
DPR. Welcome to a very spooky episode, episode 26 of Sushi Roll, does Curse of... St- Wait, what? Sorry, one second. Oh, sorry. D- uh, Rice Paper Roll, does Curse of Strad, episode 26. Ooh, very spooky. Look, before you get too far in, I do want to say that uh, this is probably not showing vampire in best light. It is yet another show where heroes, you know, undergo some turmoil... Never see things from vampire's point of view. In the end, probably stake through the heart. Vampire's dead. Not very representational is all I'm saying. Well, regardless, enjoy your spoon-fed baby pap. I'm off. Listen, Peter, as one of the five white men on this... Actually, uh... it's Sven. Peter's my cousin. Do we all look the same to you? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> now I'm going. Yeah. That's my five. Bye. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to another episode of Dice Paper Roll. That's right. This is episode number 26, where all vampires uh, look the same uh, to us, anyway. Uh, my name is Ben, and I play Ragyog, the goblin cleric of Lathander, and he fucking hates vampires. He is on a mission full of exposition after the last ep, um, on his way to bed, and um, jonesing for a nap, as usual. Um, wh- how's Louise going uh, at the moment, Jack? Classic DPR, starting with the nap of the, at the beginning of the episode. <laughs> <laughs> strong start, strong start. Uh, strong start. Uh, really, really like to get into it. High energy, high energy gameplay. Yeah, yeah, it's really bringing the games. Um, I'm Jack. I'm playing Louise, the paladin uh, fish woman, currently exhausted after the, well, not so much all. So much battle, but certainly exhausted after the information dump from <laughs> uh, the previous episode. Um, she marches towards the bedroom side, side by side with her companions with Mo at her side. Mo? Lauren? Mo. Yeah. My name's Lauren Bach. I'm playing Pomia Phosphine, but you can call her Mo. Uh, yeah, she's uh, just strolling along beside Louise after that exposition dump as well. In fact, that's maybe reminded her of something she needs to do, so she's just going to nick off to the toilet. <laughs> um, I'm also playing uh, Irina Van, uh, yep, Indirovich, daughter of the Burgermeister, who, as we know now, is actually in a previous life was Tatiana um, Strad's would-be wife was engaged to her, his brother, um, and so much, I mean, like, drama. 
uh, total drama there, but now lives inside of the unsuspecting uh, poor Irina, um, who is a sorceress and has like access to fire and cool stuff and that kind of thing. It's pretty cool. Um, but she's pretty tired and is a, a little bit nervous because she knows Hans is up to something. Um, but speaking of the brother, Emil. Yeah, my name is Emil and I play Sonny Bono, the sentient sword. He's an energy sword and he did used to belong to Strahd's brother. However, it was, well, this is all news to you as well, listeners, because he was rent asunder, his blade and hilt separated. And from then on, he vowed to destroy Strahd. He was reforged with energy and thus has sun god power. Um, at this moment, though, he is inhabiting the body of a coach driver who is incredibly tired. However, uh, Sonny is completely ignoring all of his human wants and or needs. <laughs> um, judging by the smell, you all notice. Um, <laughs> uh, Someone's already taken an exposition dump. That's right. Um, and so he he goes up to his bedroom and uh, is wants to work on his disco moves. He's uh, doing some of these ones. Some of these ones. Some of these. All the, all the above. Uh, just trying to work out that dicky knee. Um, however, the body is flailing, failing, tired, and eventually falls to sleep on the floor. And that's Sonny. Dan, who are you playing? Hey, I'm Dan. I play Hans von Suchensuch. And I've just realized that uh, Wizards of the Coast completely have ripped off the storyline of the 1999 classic The Mummy starring Brendan Fraser. With that, oh. uh, you know. I mean, those are wild allegations to be throwing around. <laughs> I don't know about that. I was just, just remembered. Hey, what's the, the other pop culture thing that where there was uh, some kind of crazy beast thing that was eternal that came back to life to try and get his wife that was in, you yeah. know? Uh, yeah, the mummy from 1995 body. was the first time that no, story's ever been 1999, told. <laughs> get the dates right. Um, <laughs> Sorry. But, it's a rich 30 peak year history. of Brendan Fraser. The peak career. of Brendan Fraser. You <laughs> totally. paid him some respect. Absolutely was. What is he doing oh, these days? heck yes Not it was. Much. A very Math. impressionable Lauren. But, <laughs> uh, but yes, Hans uh, is off to bed um, uh, just trying to figure out why uh, Strahd hasn't arrived uh, when because uh, he was given a ruby by uh, the vampire when he thought it was safe to try and get Irina out and he stroked said ruby but nothing has happened. So he is kind of confused at the moment as he toddles off to bed. And, oh, yeah, hey, wait, there's one other person. Sorry. Uh, Greg? No, Ben's already done his intro. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Guys, I think we missed Jack this week. Uh, hi, everyone. My name is Greg Pickering. I am the Dungeon Master for Curse of Strahd. Um, only the DPR version, not just every Curse of Strahd ever. Um, you cannot rope me into running your game for you. Uh, so, Not for free. Yes, for free. 
or actually, I, I, I have a I have an 18 month old. I don't have time to do uh, do it for anybody. Uh, so, let alone this. So, uh, you all uh, head off to bed, as you said, into separate uh, guest suites upstairs uh, in uh, the Wizard of the Wines main building. Um, as I said, it was a three story building. So, there's, there's wings on either side, and uh, you all walk along a long hallway, and there are a number of rooms that, that go off, and each room has a beautiful four-poster bed um, and a chest and, and a, a small chaise, not a couch, just a chaise, um, and uh, a large uh, a large window. Um, and as you you all drift off to sleep, the the rain against the um, the windows creates a soft sound in the background, um, and uh, and that rain begins to pick up pace. As the night continues on, um, each of you drift off to sleep, and eventually all of the lights go out in the the winery. Um, and Hans, you are left standing at the window, looking forlornly out, clutching your ruby. Hans puts one hand onto the the window pane. And looks sadly out, (laughs) hoping that the rain would mask the tears streaming down his face. But alas, he's inside. Um, The camera angles from outside the window, so it's okay. So it kind of works. Um, (laughs) And the camera passes through the window behind you (laughs) as you press your hand against the glass. And suddenly another hand appears against the glass, a very pale hand with manicured nails. Nightshade. And a face draws clear, close to the warped glass. Is it Ellen DeGeneres? It is Ellen DeGeneres. (laughs) (laughs) Vampire spawn of Strahd. She clambers up onto the roof and then Strahd appears and places his head on the warped glass pane. Is George Bush there as well? Like, is he hanging out? Well. Yes, yeah, so it is George Bush. It wasn't Strahd. George Bush, the vampire spawn of Strahd, clambers up and onto the roof and then another cold blue hand appears with perfectly... Ma- they all have perfectly manicured nails. And Strahd's angular face appears on the other side of the glass. Let me in, pet. Nightshade, are we doing this? Are we doing this? We are doing this. It is time. Hans puts another hand up to the window. Strahd presses his chest against the glass. (laughs) Okay, this is not where I was going. I thought we were doing that improv thing where we'd like mimic each other's moves. I'm sorry, I've never done improv classes. So fades, why fades why didn't you come when when I rubbed the ruby? Oh, pet, I've been here the whole time, just waiting for an invitation to come in. <laughs> Behind Strad in the distance, you can see the figure of a flaming horse gallop through the sky and circle oh, high overhead. That's so fucking cool! I forgot about that yes. horse. I even brought Bucephalus. It's beautiful. 
Hey, but you must be cold. Why don't you come in? Oh, thank you. Hans unlatches the window. He grasps the window and reefs it open. And as he does, there's a gust of wind that blows in. And the lightning rakes across the sky. Strahd floats into the room. He's hey, flying. Greg. Yes. Can, was that gust of wind loud enough to wake Mo up? No. Was the no, uh, change in atmospheric not. pressure with the window open, the cold breeze, <laughs> was that enough to wake Arena up? It, that, that change in pressure uh-huh. rattles the interior door slightly, yeah. but it's not enough to wake anyone up. Damn it. But everybody, everyone else is in bed. Hans gets a towel. Asleep. And they feel the room begin to get a little colder. And they just snuggle themselves up just a little bit tighter in their beds. We're all in the same room, sleeping in the same room? No. No, you're all in rooms alone. Okay, just wanted to check. Yep. And Sonny, Sonny's on the floor, so he curls himself up like a, like a dog. Puts his head underneath his groin. <laughs> Strad floats into the room and the curtains blow in behind him with the cold wind. Rain, um, squalls of rain fly in and, and the, the rug on the, the floor is immediately wet. Uh, leaves blow in and plaster themselves against the wall and Strad stops midair and turns, pivoting perfectly to face Hans. His hand lifts up and gently cups your left cheek. The claw drawing a light but painful line down your cheek. Okay. (laughs) Now, my pet, is your time to shine. Where is she? Um, she's in Where? one. Well, I didn't see. I think she might be down the hall on the left. I think I didn't actually see. I'm was in. I went into one of the first rooms on the right. So I was just like, I just, I was just so confused about where you were. He reaches out and grabs you by the front of your leather straps. Oh, oh okay. And lifts you into the air. Oh. Show me. What, I, he flies you to the door and whee! reaches down, opening it. <laughs> Was that the creak of the leather straps or the door? <laughs> I'll leave that up to your imagination. He floats Hans out into the corridor, holding you in one arm aloft. <laughs> Which door? Um, well, as I said, I'm not entirely sure, but I, 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 I think it may be the, the last on the left. He floats with you down the hallway, passing Ragyog's door and Louise's door, passing Moe's door, passing Sonny's door, to the last door on the left. He puts you down. 
What you been up to? He takes a deep breath and pushes your face away from him. <laughs> wow. I thought we were buds. With an almighty rush, he smashes through the door into the room. A, a swirl of wind surrounds him and bursts forward, smashing the window out of its casing, opening the room into the night. With one swift move, he reaches in and grasps the figure sleeping on the bed. I am Lauren. Can you please give me... Can you please give me an acrobatics check? For Irina? If she's asleep, wouldn't it be a naprobatics check? <laughs> Thanks, Ben. I liked it. <laughs> me too. <laughs> 21. Fuck yeah. Nice. You are awoken from your sleep by the iron grip of arms that surround you. They crush you against a rock-hard chest as you are swept out into the rain, into the night. Hard raindrops pelt you as you are lifted up and up in the air. Strahd, holding you close to his chest, laughs. <laughs> final triumph as he floats you up and up into the air through the clouds you burst through the top of the cloud formation light flashing around you as the storm rumbles beneath and as you burst up through the clouds your hood falls back revealing Mo. What? What? You? What are you talking about? It's <clears throat> it's me, Irina. Don't there is a bergamaster, the bergamaster. <laughs> you have cracked your last joke, Mo. His fangs shimmer in the moonlight as he bites down into Mo's neck, draining her lifeblood. So hard to see you in this neck of the woods. Ha ha, I got another one in. Oh God, I'm dying. (laughs) Pain racks your body, Mo, as you feel Strahd gulping down your life essence. You're able to struggle against him. What What do you want to do? What do we want to do? Mm. <laughs> not much more I can do. Mo thinks to herself, there is... I've always been a bit selfish... I always feel like I've never actually been able to prove myself and how much I actually care for these people that I've found along the way. There's one thing I think I can do to redeem myself. It is this moment to sacrifice 
for the good of people. If you got Irina, it would be disastrous for everybody. But if you got me, then it's alright. I know that everyone else is saved. I think I'm at peace with this, as long as I don't turn into a vampire. Those thoughts flip... I love your inner monologue, Lauren. <laughs> Those thoughts flip through your mind as Strahd drains more and more of your blood, more and more of your spirit. Mo Your body and begins mo. to shrivel. Mo and mo and mo. <laughs> Creeps in this petty pace to Strahd's open gullet as he drains the last of your blood. Your eyes flutter. As she breathes her last. And the beautiful scene. Her hat falls off. And falls to the ground. It slowly tumbles down, down through the sky, through the clouds, and out the other end into the raging storm. The wind grasps the hat and spins it around and flies it down in through the open window of what was supposed to be Irina's room. And the hat spins and lands on the floor in the open doorway at the feet of Hans. Everybody else is awoken by the crash of the window being ripped out of the the wall. What do you all do? Uh, uh. While we leave it on that cliffhanger, which it is, if you like this story, and if you like this game, you should jump on Patreon. Patreon.com forward slash dice paper roll for more moments like that and others. Mo- no no more the, moments. No more moments. Less moments. Less yeah. moments. Oh no. Oh boy. Oh dear. Just need to take a moment. So Hans, you're left standing at the doorway as you watch watch Strad take the figure out. Um, you think you all think this is Irina's room. What does everyone do? You hear the shattering sound. You are awoken. You're alarmed. You know there's something wrong. Ragog sits bolt upright. What was that? And conjures light, uh, the cantrip light, and scrambles out of bed out into the hallway and um, upon seeing Hans standing at the doorway to Moe's room. Hans, what's going on? What are you doing down there, man? And I run down to see Moe's hat on the ground and I gasp. (gasps) What does this mean? I, I I, I, I heard the crash. And I, I, I was, I was taking a pee, and then I came, and I, I, the, the room was all busted, and then the hat was there, and so, obviously, Mo brought Strad into the, into the house, Ragyog. She's been working with him this whole time. No. Remember all those clues, all those hints that we had mentioned earlier in previous times. Not gonna go through all of them right now, but like there were so many. <laughs> I, I can't believe she'd do that to us. I cannot believe it either. He must. She's betrayed us. Uh, I don't know. I'm, I'm really lacking sleep in this this land, Hans. I don't know who to believe anymore. The paranoia is set in. It's okay. It's okay, friend. 
You've been acting suspicious too, though. Me? No, I've just... I've been wary of Mo and what she's been up to. I know. I've been trying to protect Irina. I tried to save her when the, when the wine came all flooding down. Sonny hustles his way into the room. Like the dance move, hustles his way into the room. And... <laughs> Hey, guys, what was that noise? What the hell's going on here? Hang on a sec. And he hustles his way back out of the room to the right as the dance goes. And then he comes back in again to the left. He's like, oh, oh, come on, quick. I've got to go back out again. Just, come. I'm back in. Now tell me, tell me what the hell's going on. Come on now, quick. I gotta, I gotta, oh, no, Treachery. Uh, Treachery is what's been happening here, Sonny. Most Louise. foul. Where are you, Louise? Treachery? What do you mean? What has happened here? Strad. Strad's been inside. Where's Irina? I don't know. Where was she sleeping? Uh, Irina is the last to come out of her bedroom and she walks straight out of what everyone thought was Mo's. From the last door on the room. right? Uh, and she walks out and she just very calmly walks towards them and just stares down at the hat. She already knows. Um... She already knows that Mo came to her and said, something is up, let's swap beds tonight. And... Once they realised it wasn't a kinky thing, it was... It wasn't a thing. She just thought that Mo just didn't really... Well, she did. No, she, she knew. They both knew. Because sometimes you just get these feelings, you know. you got to watch out for bad guys. Bitches know this shit, okay? Louise knows it too. Hmm. Yeah, when your friends had a glowing red crotch all day, just gives it away. A little bit. It's a bit of a bit of a tip off. <laughs> so she looks at the hat. Well, um, I can't believe she went through with it. Wait, where does that? What do you mean? So went through with what? What are you trying to say, so Hans? What exactly are you saying here? That uh, that it was Mo that let Strad in. That's exactly what you're saying. Well, it must have been. Wasn't you in that... What gives you that impression? She is dead. Why would she let him in? We don't know she's dead. Her hat is there? And she isn't. What other evidence do you need? She would not go anywhere without her hat. And you were first on the scene, Hans. You mean to tell me? That's true. I was. I I was peeing Mm -hmm. in the chamber pot. Yeah. So I was up out of bed and then I heard the crash and I rushed out of the room and and came down here and then I f- I saw the hat on the ground and the you know wall all broken up and and no mo so the only assumption I can make is that she was working with Strad. She had said several times previously she had spoken to him in the night. I'll go through it this time, okay? She said that she made no a more pact of your with lies, him. Hans. I'm so done with you. As Hans stands explaining, the wind blows in through the open hole in the wall behind him. And you can hear the sound of Ellen DeGeneres <laughs> clawing her way down the outside of the building. 
two vampire spawn, spawn crawl spider-like down the wall and into the gap as the figure of Strad floats in through the gap, clutching the broken and drained body of Mo. Thick blood stains his mouth and neck and his chest. It cakes his clothing and he holds out Mo by her torn neck and drops her to the ground in a crumpled heap. Hans, my pet, come here. Oh, 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 hey. Hey. I said, come here. Hans, uh, like, shuffles, uh, back towards, um, to Nightshade, uh, looking at his friends. See, I told you, didn't I tell you I said it was, was, but he keeps lying this whole time. I can't believe he said it. I was right. Yep. You called it. Come on, he's so cool. I have had enough of these games. Tatiana, come with me now. He grasps Hans by the back of the neck. Oh, I... I in a vice-like grip. Okay, you can loosen up a little bit. I trusted you, Hans. We all trusted you. I've I didn't. said it before and I'll say it again. You are better as a fish, you piece of shit. And I pull out my uh, holy symbol and I um, cast daylight. You lift up the holy symbol and bright daylight streams into the room. It it shines like the, the noonday sun and your eyes accustomed to the gloom of Barovia all up have that, that flash of blindness and as you hold up your arms in front of your eyes you bring down the amulet and all that is left is the smoking after image of the figures of Strahd Ellen DeGeneres and George W. Bush. (laughs) (laughs) And the space where the man who was once your friend, Hans, was standing. God damn it! God damn it! Mo! Did you just vaporize Hans? I mean, I didn't mean to. It was Lathander. It wasn't just me. I wasn't done yelling at him. Can you all make dexterity <laughs> saves for me, please? Wait, is Hans gone too? Sorry. Yeah, Hans yeah, is gone. Left. Oh, damn. Oh, I rolled a one. <laughs> <laughs> 13. <laughs> I, I also rolled a 13. Oh, lucky. Sunny through Bill, having limbered up the night before, got a 19 on his decks. Yeah, nat one for me. I'm just so happy that Lathander came through <laughs> after the weak presence that I just am standing there like the after just looking at the and a tear. 
rolling out. Just the one for the podcast. There's no more always than one. one. Rolling out one of my disfigured eye. Fair <laughs> <laughs> episode. The single allowable. Okay, uh, so the DC... If you want more tears, come on our Patreon. <laughs> <laughs> the DC was 18. Did anyone get an 18 or higher? I got a 19. Sonny with his limbered up body. Sonny, you take 15 hit points oh. of fire damage. Uh, everyone else takes 30 hit no. points oh. of fire damage. Yeah. As Strahd's fireball rips through <gasps> the room. Ragyog <sighs> drops to the ground, unconscious and singed. Uh, yeah, I'm unconscious and dying. Yeah, I'm done. Dying-ish. Um, uh, Louise is still good. Hmm? Sonny uh, rushes to his unconscious pals to see if he can lend any help whatsoever. Uh, Louise channels divinity, turn the tide. As a bonus action, each creature of your choice within 30 feet regains 1d6 plus 4 HP if it has no more than half its max HP. Mm -hmm. I've definitely got no more than half. (laughs) (laughs) In fact, less than zero. Did we we roll that, Jack? Were we long rested before we all got woken up? No. Okay. Four, uh, eight. Eight hit points. So the ground all around Louise suddenly grows slick and little bubbles of effervescent water start to sparkle up. Damn, you got a soda stream? <laughs> yes, I bought it. It's the shops earlier. And-, and as the effervescent water touches each of you, you all heal. A little bit. Sunny doesn't. How many do we heal? Eight. Eight. Uh, eight. eight. So I was on minus eight. I'm on zero. A, a little bit of life uh, flickers uh, behind Ragyog's eyelids, but and his breathing steadies. But he's um, still. His eyes are still closed, and he mumbles in his sleep. Bubby. Yeah, I want to see the movie with Brendan Fraser too. <laughs> Louise, what the hell do we do? I have a. I'm on. Fi- Sorry. Oh. Yeah, Irina's like knocked down. She has one. She is. She's now on one. Uh, Irina and Ragyog close together. Uh, yes, you're all standing in the doorway. You're okay. in a very tight space together. We're not standing. I'm flopping down. I have um, yeah, a I Kimbo. Mean, yeah, a few of you are laying. Louise, yeah. uh, seeing the situation, like thoughts are rushing through her, her mind and she's thinking back to training back in in the, the sea. The old country? And the old ocean? In, in French ocean. And it, it's like a French film. It's black and white. <laughs> And she's she's <laughs> frantically bandaging uh, fish, and there's other fish, and everything's just going off. It's horrible. There's blood everywhere. It's the front line of the communist revol- revolution, and she's doing her bit. And she's back, and she lays her hands on on Irina and Ragyog, and draws up the powers of communism, and. Presses it into Ragyog and Irina, splitting, uh, what's 25 divided by two? I don't know. 12 and a half. Uh, 
12 and 13. 12 and 13. Uh, 13 to Ragyog and 12 to Irina. Um, uh, and the energy pours out of her arms and into them, raising their hit points immediately. <laughs> oh, I, I, I suddenly feel a little bit bad about being kind of a ruler of a class. Yeah. Oh, I sit my. bolt upright and go, oh, oh, I felt so much struggle but suddenly feel so good because of it. <laughs> Thank you, Louise. Louise presses some pamphlets in there. For our reading. <laughs> I disagree with everything you stand for. But God damn it, Louise, I'm glad you're here. <laughs> that is the benefits of socialized medicine. I'm going to pretend I didn't hear that. Just this once. Maybe I will bring universal health care to Barovia. <laughs> I mean, oh my God. We have bigger fish to fry. No offense, Louise. Uh, None taken. What are we going to do? Mo! Mo! Of course, always the most important goal is to take down the bourgeoisie. And I think that the most prominent manifestation of that is that vampire and his two sidekicks, George W. Bush and Ellen DeGeneres. And Hans clearly, clearly betrayed us. I can't believe I believed him. Dirty that bastard. Horrible liberal. Forgive me, Irina. Just when you think you're ready to forgive and forget, he does something like that. He's been mean to me, especially, and to Mo, for like ages and ages. As a Republican, I can honestly say I haven't noticed a goddamn thing. <laughs> Um, <laughs> is Mo's body still there? Yeah, yeah. Mo's body lays in the center of the room in front oh of God. you. She's been, she's like a, she's a husk. She's been drained of all of her life fluids. Is is Strad definitely gone? She's like a Mo Sultana. <laughs> As you step over to look at Mo, you can see out the window in the storm, in the distance, the figure of. The flaming horse riding away. Wee! <laughs> the blade of Sunny, the Sunny's energy blade glows bright with uh, energy with with light of the sun god. And he looks up at the distance and says, "Right, that's it. It's time to hunt some vampire." I mean, first a long rest, but then it's time to. <laughs> oh, I, mean, I to agree. Kill Baba Yaga, but then it's if time. A, yeah, all right. Kill Baba Yaga. Continental breakfast, long yes. rest, and then yeah. we hunt some vampire. Oh, and then we also need to go back and um, sort out your, uh, your your werewolf thing there, uh, Rag Yag. Yeah. So we'll do that. We'll back in the to town. town. Have a long rest. Have the breakfast. Don't want to get up too early. Pretty sure there's going to be some burning sun and shit. Yeah, got, got to do that. Go to a festival. Um, deal with Baba Yaga. Yeah, the festival which we promised we'd be at. Don't forget the Amber Temple. Davian says from the doorway. Yes. Oh, yeah. Thanks. The Amber oh. Temple. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Uh, yep, um, yep. Irina uh, takes off. A bit of a to-do list, but. Uh, uh, one of her cloaks because she's in her own room. Um, so she takes off one of her very fine gilded uh, noble cloaks 
um, and very delicately and gently and not even holding back tears, she begins to sob completely opening, openly because Mo has just saved her life. Um, and she very delicately yeah, right. wraps up Mo in her finest traveling cloak um, and places the hat on top and holds the bundle and rocks with it, keening. Because no one's ever made that kind of sacrifice for her before. And she takes it and holds it, and with the intentions of burying it out in the vineyard so Mo can just lie under the trees forever. You carry your friend and saviour down and together you lay Mo to rest under the peaceful vines with the beating sounds of acid trance to send her off (laughs) it's what she would have wanted she's going to that big doof in the sky now (laughs) She'll finally be reunited with Joe. <sighs> Meanwhile, high above Barovia. On the back of a flaming horse. Hans, you ride snug in the arms of Strad. Hold me close, Nightshade. He holds you, and you feel his warmth press against your back as you ride down towards the castle Ravenloft. The storm here seems a little less as he clutches you close. Bucephalus circles down into the courtyard. And as you land, his hooves striking sparks against the cobbles. You see a figure step forward from the shadows. He wears a long duffel coat crowned with a very tall top hat. Oh. Suddenly the clouds part. Oh, why? And a beam of moonlight shines down to illuminate the face of Bertrand von such and such. What? Brother! His features twisted by undeath. Oh. Cold and blue, sunken, his eyes red. Oh, wow. You're taken and you say brother and you reach out and it's only then that you notice what has been taken from him. 
Yeah, you got like a whole mountain vibe going on. There's definitely a mountain vibe. And Strahd grips you close. What did you do to him? The same thing that I do to everybody who turns out to be a useless piece of flesh. No, no, wait. I I, I didn't know that they swapped the rules. Can you make an athletics check for me, please? <laughs> athletics or acrobatics, your choice. You don't understand. God, fuck. Thirteen on the die. Um, athletics or acrobatics? Um, uh, plus one, so that's a, a fourteen. You struggle against uh, Stram's iron arms that encircle you, but you cannot move him as you feel his hot breath on your neck. No, he starts like putting his uh, hands in his in his face, um, trying to like push his face away. The fangs pierce into the flesh of your neck. No, oh! he's not rushing. He wants you to feel every moment. You were supposed to be cool. You were supposed to be useful. But I did all that you asked of me. Sorry. You were supposed to Because I'm charmed by him, I can't actually physically attack him, can I? Is that... Uh, yeah, no, the charm The charm is broken. So the, the side of um, Bertrand twisted into undeath, him draining your blood, oh. he, he's not friendly anymore and um, you, you, the charm suddenly, suddenly washes away and your mind is clear for the first time in days and like a truck, the memory of all the things that you have done comes oh. crashing down. No! No! I'm sorry. He keeps trying to push his um, face away. And he goes, Fuck you, Strahd. My friends will kill you. And he grabs him with uh, both hands on either can you side. Make it, yeah. Can you make another strength or... Athletics check to break your hands. Yeah, this free. time I'm going to use acrobatics because it's a plus six instead of a plus one. Oh yeah, you can <laughs> use either one. Yeah. Um. Okay, <laughs> that doesn't matter. Uh, it's a fourteen again. Oh. He's he's struggling. You and struggle to reach your hands up, but you cannot break his fangs from your neck. Can I? Uh, can I? Am I touching his face? How many hit points have you got left? How many hit points you got left? Um, wouldn't you like to know? <laughs> yes. Um, how many did I lose That's from that? For originally, seventeen. Had, oh, okay. Uh, so I had twenty nine. Um, uh, seventeen damage. That okay. is twelve hit points I've got left. You get your hands up to his face as the last of the blood begins to drain from your body. Your vision starts to go black. Wait. 
Um, uh, so he's done damage to me, right? So much damage. Uh, so I'm going to, um, in a last ditch effort, burst into flames and cast Hellish Rebuke. Um, which is a first level spell that is a reaction to being mm-hmm. damaged. Does it include uh, emotional damage? Yes. Somatic <laughs> components? Um, it is, uh, yes, uh, um, verbal and somatic. You hold your hands up to his head and you, you try to cast the spell. You manage to burst into flame and the flames erupt all over you and they eat into Strahd's clothes and they burn his face where he is biting you. You you can see the flesh burn back, his lips and mouth burn back and it exposing only the teeth, the perfect teeth and fangs as they bite down again into your neck and tear it out as darkness closes in around you. I'm sorry. 